0: And lovers of the Toronto Jays, this is Anthony I'll have you recording live and direct from Bellairs' podcast studio, in lovely Milton, Ontario. Oh fuck, guys! I'm so hungover right now. My throat is a mess, and I'm super hungover because me and Melky and Ba knocked it out of the park last night. Let's go! Season opener for the Jays. Can't hold me down. Enjoy this episode of the Blue Jay edition from the After 30 Network. We'll have more coming soon. Take care later. Bye-bye. What's up, Nation and lovers of your Toronto Blue Jays? This is the first one of the season, 2023.1. Let's go. I'm joined by my bros from Sportsville, Melky and Ba. Mustard boys in the house. Two sides of mustard, one side of the ketchup. Let's go. What's up, babies? what's up what's up another sports pod let's go hey yo
1: uh what to do guys and your favorite milky beverage is back again anthony that's what twice in a week or twice in two weeks twice that's in seven days my man
2: twice in that's, seven days that's way too much that's way too much
1: i don't i don't know about you but i'm absolutely buzzing right now especially since this is the threesome i've always wanted to be a part of so thank you for letting me join batter up
2: Let's go. <laughs> Hat on the ass for all of us. But I'll tell you what, perfect timing for this pod. How about that game we just watched? Amen. Playoffs already? Right? Well, I mean, 162 wins, right? That's the prediction <laughs> by all three of us. <laughs> yeah. I bold. Think. First it's bold prediction of the pod. Yeah. Being completely wins. unbiased in the situation, 162 plus World Series. I like Easy. it. Wow. Easy. Wow. Is, is that your bold prediction? Yeah. Mama walks and I agree.
1: Oh, Mama, well, if Mama Walk says it, then
0: you know it's official. Mm-hmm. So Vamp, what we're...
1: Seal it, deliver
2: that,
0: let's go. <laughs> what yeah. we're talking about is we just finished watching the Jays season opener on the road, National League, playing the Cardinals, Battle of the Birds, in a goddamn shootout. And former Blue Jay and St. Louis Cardinal, Todd Stallmeyer, listened to him on the radio today saying, he this is his prediction for the World Series. So game one, we'll see. Uh, I would love to see a World Series with the Cardinals and the Blue Jays. Battle of the Birds. Uh, That stadium is insane. Bush Stadium. I remember from the Maguire smash days. Uh, But shit, that stadium gets loud. And those are some real baseball fans. Well, Well, there's a
2: definite chance that those two teams could meet in the postseason with how they're built.
1: Well, I see why you love that stadium, Anthony, because you just love Bush. So it just makes sense.
0: Uh, just senior, not W. Just for the record, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> folks. We go for the low shots here. That's why you love us. Yeah, it's true. It's all about those low blows, boys. Uh, I want to. I want to take this pod in in a little bit of a direction. I want to talk about the offside, off-season signings as well as the current roster construction. We can get into the game. We can touch notes on the game. Hell yeah! Let's get into the game
2: first that we just watched. That's. that's, Do I get the game first? Oh yeah, I'm fired up from that. They fucking. I I was coming home from work. Pretty much, what was it? Five one, I think. At that point, that they were up. No. What
1: what time did you get home? It all depends.
2: Yeah. Well. Anyways, the point I'm getting at, (laughs) I got home around four o'clock. Is that I was fired up. St. Louis comes back. I'm like, Oh fuck. Here we go. Toronto baseball. Just the, the whole season's canceled leagues rigged. And then it's just <laughs> the one scripts run. out. <laughs> yeah. One run back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then with the Jays just clutching it at the end. I mean, I'm fired up. The whole family is watching it. So what what a way to start the season.
1: Now, do you think it had uh with the highs and lows and the pitching woes, do you think it had something to do with the, the pitch clock? Because Manoa looked uncomfortable, and uh, who was the starter for st louis oh um
2: started with an am i had, or yeah. something M- M- yeah, yeah list. thank you yeah he
1: he looked very uncomfortable so i'm wondering if that's in the back of their minds
2: i uh, think it affected the game
1: yeah it's just for sure i mean it's new for sure and they'll get used to it but i just think like yeah. first first game jitters having to worry about that i think it played a big part on both ends
0: I don't yeah. know if it was, if it was exactly the exact pitch clock. I mean, yeah, we had some spring training. But I think for the most part, I think it's opening game. I think that's what it really is. Uh, because Manoa, ne- never doing it before. You know, his was a second second full season with the team. And he's opening the season uh, and possibly opening one of the most anticipated J seasons since 93 or 94. Um, so I think there's a lot of pressure that he put on himself. I didn't think he looked great. I, I honestly he didn't look like he was in shape, to be honest. He never looks a like big in boy. Shape. Yeah, you're right. But and you know he's another year older, so he's got a little bit of a different body frame. But he, for me, I don't think he looked great. None of the stuff really. He got some early strikeouts. I think he had uh, three, three three out of his first four batter four batters were strikeouts. So he looked good early, but then faded pretty quickly. I don't think we can expect a ton of. Uh, stand him in the early parts of the season with these guys, especially pitchers. But I think he looked okay enough to kind of like, I mean, he did better than burritos did last year in the home opener. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah,
2: I, I agree with you. I mean, these were two teams coming in that both won, won their home openers last year. St. Louis is a strong team. If you say one more thing in this like City about someone with the initials A M negatively, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. I swear to God. Don't you ever talk shit about Manoa again and his weight. Okay.
0: Listen, I, I'm not saying his weight is bad. I'm saying he looks Just, like Vladdy season two. That's all.
2: Well, okay, Vladdy, how how about the three runs? And and even more so, let's talk positive. How about Springer? Springer and Boucher. Five yep. hits. Springer ambush. That's
0: all. Top of the order was ready to play today. Okay. Do you you guys have the the batting lineup? Yeah. Can can someone read it out? Springer, Bichette,
1: uh, Guerrero Jr., Barsho, Kirk, Belt, Chapman,
2: Merrifield, Kiermaier. Okay. So how do we all feel about it? Do we like it? Love it. Yep. Absolutely. That, and we'll get into our our starting rotation afterward. Both of them are positives for me. Yep. I, I that?
1: I, I love it. Sure. I love
2: the additions. Yeah, like Varsho, man, electric. Like he's so sick defensively. But man, we added those left-handed like batters that we so desperately needed, boys. And that's a fire up for me. I, I swear to fuck, I'm yeah, fire yeah.
1: Up. I'm so glad they didn't have Belt up yeah. there at the cleanup because that was rumored Belt was going to be the cleanup to start yeah. and Varsho at the six hole. I'm glad it was switched because Varsho looked great. Varsho is. Ready and primed to have a bigger contribution to this team in this season. Belt, I know he's getting coming off injury, but he just he looks used up. He d- just his body doesn't look like it's working. It doesn't look like the San Francisco belt. Granted, it's game one. Yeah. So right. I'm not going to be too
0: harsh. But I don't and know. let's be honest, he's just keeping the spot open for Joey Votto and Joey Votto eventually. <laughs> oh, becomes, yeah. Uh, quite
1: possibly. And I'm open for that because I think that's a, be- a bigger upgrade than Belt itself. We'll see what happens, but it's nice. Uh, the lefties it's great. It, it makes a big difference in a lineup when you have, you can mix and match. You have lefties and righties opposed to just a right-handed, uh, team only. So it, the lineup, I was
0: very happy with yeah. If I, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Thanks. Bro. Uh, I, I just want to say if I was Atkins, I would be on the phone with whatever needle dick runs the Cincinnati reds and say like, listen, <laughs> let's not fuck around here. We know you're not going to be in contention. Send us Votto now, we'll send you belt, or, or whatever, like, seventh round bullshit, because we want this guy here now, we, we need some stuff, we want this Canadian content, blah, 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 let's just get him up here now, and, and quick dicking around, because I think a full season of Joey Votto in Toronto, being, you know, Mr. Toronto, Johnny Toronto, whatever you want to call him, needs to happen, and, and also jersey sales, I might have to buy one.
2: Oh, it's an easy storyline in this city, in this country, if Votto comes here. Like, we eat that stuff up, even as much as we've talked shit in the past. It's just that homegrown, we all talk about heart, it's just something that's ingrained in all of us. But you know what, speaking of this team and belt specifically... It's one of my question marks for the season, and I, I don't necessarily have a lot, which makes me think that this is actually a really good team. Is that DH position? Him, Kirk, who's actually going to be playing depending on you know, right-handed, left-handed pitching? Like, How many games are these guys going to actually get at that position? That's, that is one of my question marks. And I wonder how much Belt's actually going to play.
1: Well, he's not, because he's going to be there in situational opportunities. Springer can go to DH as well, and you can put... Merrifield, lesser extent, Vigio out there. I think Jansen, Jansen at the DH or him behind the plate, Kirk at DH, like uh, alluded to this year, we have options, which we didn't have a lot of last year. Yes. So that is, that's a great thing. That's a good sign. But I'm also wondering if these guys on the bench are auditioning for possibly, possibly being a package at the trade deadline, because, you want to play at the end of the day. And I think some of these guys can get an opportunity elsewhere,
0: but also can bring back something if they can prove themselves. Hold on. What? Hold on. If I'm uh, Brandon Belt, the AKA the uh, Mick Belt, AKA the Tim's Mick Belt, whatever you want to call it, if I'm that dickhead and I'm like coming off injury and my career is on the second half and I have the opportunity to be on this high octane offense and play every nine days, I'm taking that deal. Yeah. I get they want to play, but I, and I get it, if you, if you're a professional athlete, you want to be in the game. But I also say, hey, I can maybe possibly get an easy ring here. I'm um, also, also okay with that. I don't know I, I
2: think easy, with though. signing the one year contract, he has that mentality going to this team.
1: Yeah. That's well, he, stupid. He knows.
0: He, he knows. Uh, he may, he, he may be a Cincinnati red. Cover. He might be a uh, red at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He might be the the water boy or the bat boy or whatever. The, the The point is, you're right, He he's there for the ride. But it'd be nice if he can contribute because he's got the experience. He's got the two rings in San Francisco. We needed veteran leadership, and we have a ton of it this season. So it'd be nice if he can contribute as well.
0: You know, I heard this thing today, and it kind of blows my mind. I know we're, like, way off topic, but how much value wow. do you put in, I'm going to say, like, a— a second tier player like belt, like Brandon belt, when you have a guy like George Springer, world series, MVP, you know, champion, uh, absolute stud could be a boxer model. You know, like you have a guy like that who can give you real a one leadership. Do you need a Brandon belt? Like does, is he more valuable in the, as a clubhouse guy, quote unquote, more than a guy like George Springer? Like I, I don't, I can't think of the top of my head, Anyone who has a better resume than George Springer on this team. Yeah. Bob, go ahead. I'll, I'll chime in after.
2: Well, just 162 games.
0: Correct. Right. Right.
2: I mean, you just need someone like belly, especially if he's going to perform on a one-year contract with the money that we're doling out the money we're going to have to dole out after this year. I mean, I honestly think that these guys are intangibles in the long run and they're the ones and, and Springer. I love him. after tonight, five hits. I mean, he's already better than Otani. Give him the MVP. Why not? <laughs> but <clears throat> he does have a history where he might miss some time this year. maybe, so if we can get a guy like Belt, who is possible, maybe trade material in the future, but right now is somewhat cheap and in the past has shown that he can contribute, I, I think he is important.
1: All I have to say is look at the 92 teams and the 93 teams. Dave Winfield, Paul Mol- Molitor.
0: You can never have too much better in leadership. I, I get it, and I was thinking that too. I was like, can Brandon Belt be Dave Winfield in 2023? Because you know, Dave Winfield didn't add a lot to the team. But he was clutch. He was clutch, especially in the divisional series. Mm -hmm. He came in clutch, and you know what? He was cool under pressure. I'm still upset he went to the Hall of Fame, not a Blue Jay, but a fucking Yankee, where he spent 20 years and didn't do shit. But whatever, he didn't spend like
2: 10 years. Belt's the type of guy. He just needs one play in the Mm -hmm. postseason, and we remember him. He's that type of player. He doesn't need to do a lot, but but he does like Melky said,
0: that leadership that he brings, and in the long run, uh, absolutely. Okay let's just touch on the game a little bit more. Anyone stand out in the game? We talked about Springer uh, having a five hit game. Bichette Bichette Chap- Romano. I think Jordan Romano was amazing Chappie. Belky,
2: yeah. absolutely Chappie three Chapman hits. I mean, spring. good for yeah. him. Yeah. He needs a big year this year as our third contract. baseman with that contract. Let's go yep. Chappie. Contract. Let's yeah.
0: 100%. And, you know, I'm, I'm 100%. curious to see what happens with third base because I remember in the past we were talking about possibly, um, who's a dude that we trade in the off season. Um, Gabriel uh, Moreno possibly playing third when Chapman's done. But if Chapman has a season like he did last year, which was a solid season, I would give him more money to stay for another season or two, like maybe two another two or three year deal.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's looking to to break the bank. He's thirty he, years old. He's going to be thirty years old. Listen, he's, he's making
2: twenty five million dollars a year. Like what? Yeah, it's, but this is that walk away year, yeah. man. As much as we're the Jays for a guy like that. He's going to get the bag somewhere south, yeah. and he—that's what he wants. Yeah, yeah. Some, someone. I, I would love him. Like we're the, the Blue Jays, man. How, how how many times has the third base been the kryptonite over the years in yep. certain games? Honest to God. So I want him to stay more than anyone, but I agree with Melky on this. I think he's going to get the bag. It's that perfect walk away year in his contract, and there are so many teams down south that are right there. They're going to be fighting mm-hmm. for wild yeah, there's,
0: cards. They, so the Over the last 10 years, the Jays have had a weird third base. Like when Donaldson came to town, you know, like we were all, you know, crying when Brett Laurie got traded. We didn't realize that Brett Laurie was an all-star second baseman. But, you know, when, when Donaldson came and and I'm going to say this, I don't think it's a bold statement, but he changed the culture (laughs) in the clubhouse. Absolutely. He he brought a suck my ass kind of uh, confidence that the Jays needed. And he wanted to win. This ain't the tri-leagues. These are the big leagues, you know? And I think that that corner spot, uh, uh, a legit guy like Chapman, Chapman, Chapman can pull off. I don't think I, I want to be like Biggio. And granted, like I'm pulling for Biggio. I want Biggio to have a great season. I want him gone. You know, I, you either love him or hate it. I don't think there's no. too much in the middle on him. He can't I hit a fastball. Want
1: him to... No. You're at, at, the stage of the, at, at the stage of his career. You can't hit a fastball and you're in the, uh, you're, you're in the show. No, fuck off. Like either do it or don't like get off the pot or don't. It's, it's been way too long. The other two, um, the second Angelero, generation, second guys, generation yeah. players, they know how to play. Why can't Vigio play? It's, it's Biggio been, just,
2: yeah, he, he just seems like the guy who we're always going to have like a, a soft spot. Cause he's one of those second generational names and, and we want him to succeed, but I just see more and more guys constantly. Moving above him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the yeah line, and at right. what
2: point do you cut tie?
0: Ties, well, plural. I I'm in on him having, if, if this season he can't do, can't do it. I'm all on board for pulling the trigger on him and, and whatever, releasing him, trading him, packaging him, whatever he's been. Atkins has been trying to trade this guy for three seasons and can't make anything work. So I'm okay with what I tell
2: you something. Yeah,
0: you know, you're not you're not wrong, but he's also an asset, right? Like he's a utility yes. guy, and a lot and a lot of teams need a utility guy. I mean, Goddamn guy in the league has even come out with a Golden Glove for utility guys, which is silly. But at the end of the day, I want this guy on my team just in case. I like I like Whit Merrifield. I think he's an addition to the team. I love the versatility of this team. You look at Varsho, catcher or or center field. Are you fucking kidding me? Can you have any yeah. choose? Different positions, and this guy plays both of them. You got Bijou who can play any position in, in the infield and no, the outfield. No, no. He, he can't play
1: short, and he and he can't play center
0: field or catcher. Okay, so he can play the corners, and he can play first no. and second.
1: I'm not. I'm not having him play third base. I'm having him first, maybe. S- yeah, maybe second.
0: Okay, so first, field. second and, and left and right field. field. And that's it. Okay. So he can play four positions, which is better than <laughs> most guys. <laughs> that's it hit. though. He, he can play hit. four of five four, four of nine positions on the team. I like BGO for the versatility. Granted, maybe not everyday player, but if this guy plays a hundred games in the season, I'm okay with that.
2: I'm not. I like him for the depth this yeah. year.
0: And and that and that's a part of the thing that I, I think is gonna be a factor for the Jays this season is depth. I know that the top nine all look good. But what happens when Springer goes down? God damn, I hope he doesn't go down. But what if he goes down? Then you're dealing with, uh, I can't remember what the oh, let me pull his name up here. You've got Lucas, you've got yeah, Otto yeah. um, Lopez.
1: Uh, Nathan Lukes, yeah. like you, the, you can call up some people. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Wick can play. I mean, you got Kiermaier in center. So hopefully, I'm, I'm more worried about if Kiermaier can stay healthy, even though he looked great yeah. today. Yeah, he I did look good.
0: Springer. Uh, he, he didn't look good with the bat, but he looked good in the outfield. Yeah, no, he looked, he looked, he, that sliding play that he made in the ninth, I thought for sure he was going to smash his elbow and probably fuck up his shoulder. Yeah. But I, on the reason the slow motion replay play didn't even touch the ground. True pro. Glad he's wearing the blue Jays blue. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's the way he's advertised. And yeah. that's those are the plays that we need him to make. Springer 100. made a great one too. Like this outfield defense is solid, probably one of the best in the MLB. Just I'm more worried. Yeah, Springer. We know Springer's not going to play every day, and we know he's going to get nicked. But I center field spot. Even though Varsho can play that, I'm more worried about Kiermaier because then you just lose like one of your best defensive players, and then you got to switch everything all, all over again. So I don't know, man. It's early. It's a long season. Anything can happen. Biggio still sucks, no matter what <laughs> I say.
0: Okay, <laughs> can we talk about some offseason signings, please? Let's do it. Yes. All right now, unfortunately, we had to g- say goodbye to a couple longtime Blue Jays. Teo Hernandez. When we got him, do you guys remember the trade that brought Teo to Toronto? I just remember it was a Houston trade, yeah. It was a pitcher, poor pitcher right? yeah. a left-handed pitcher, a-, a little bit of a dad bod. Oh, uh, what's his Viriano name? Francisco.
1: Y- yes, 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 okay. yes. Wow.
0: You know, and when that trade happened, the talk of Jay's nation was this Hernandez kid can hit. He just can't get into the lineup in Houston. Granted, they went on to win the World Series that year. So good for them. Yeah, they cheated, too. but well, they cheated. <laughs> but still, listen, like, even though they cheated, you still have to win, right? Like, just because they knew what pitch was coming, coming yeah, with that pitch.
1: Yeah, El Tuve running home, hiding up. His yeah, uh his, yeah. his machines inside, like, no, don't take my
0: jersey up. Yeah. But garbage cans aside. <laughs> uh, um Teo was a hot and cold player for the Jays. When he was hot, he was you wouldn't you wouldn't want anybody else in the lineup. But when he was cold, you couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Uh, Swanson looked pretty good, good today. Um I'm happy like turning the bat into an arm, especially an elite arm. I'm a fan of. So I like the move. I like the trade. I'm sorry, Ko's gone. Uh, especially coming off that that silver slugger season. Uh, but I'm sure he's going to do in he's going to do well in Seattle. And I'm sure we'll probably see him in the playoffs. And if that happens, that happens. But until then, sorry you I'm my bro. I'll see you soon. Cool. Uh,
2: yeah. All right. I baby. just <laughs> yeah, fan favorite. I mean, everybody loved the guy. He was electric, a big part of the dressing room. I say dressing room. But a million dollar uh, smile. Yeah. You know what, though? Our outfield still looks great, almost better than ever. And I like the trade because Swanson is what? Third in the bullpen. He's got three pitches, ones that are actually going to miss the bat, something we need towards the end of the game. So I think he's a very important piece for this future. And I and our bullpen, which <clears throat> Melky kind of alluded to at the very beginning, might be a little bit of a weakness. It does somewhat have a little bit of depth to it. And with him being third there, I like it. So yeah, it was a bummer. Hernandez is sad. You always want the players to stay and you want to win it with them. But it kind of had to happen. And like I said, I'm happy with Swanson. Yeah. And we got a prospect out of it too. Yeah, exactly. Um, as much as I hate
1: Atkins and Japiro, they do. Their, yeah, oh, they yeah. do their due diligence. And I don't actually. I do. They're they're, uh, they're they they pinch pennies. They hold on to shit. But I will admit they look they at this much. team. The assembled.
0: Not Yeah, yeah, But
1: hold on, hold on. They usually oh, this boy. year they spent some money. So I'm looking at the trade and what what do they like the most? They like control. We have Swanson for two more seasons after this. Teo is a free agent. We're talking about uh, players getting money. Teo is going to get some money. And we unfortunately, yes. we couldn't afford him. So why not get some assets for him at the right time? He just won, like you guys said, a S- silver slugger award. He can mash. It's sad to lose his offense, but it's so great to lose his defense. He's garbage in the outfield. Yeah, He's legit. garbage.
2: He, he can definitely be
1: a liability out there. Exactly. So having Springer or Tao, I'd rather have a guy who's won a title, who is a little more serious. Yes. Tao, everybody loves home runs, man. We love when we see things going yard. It's the best part about baseball. But we have guys that can do that. So... That trade benefited both teams, I think. And I hope we do see Teo and the Mariners again because it's going to be redemption and we're going to beat the fuck out of them.
0: I, I, I racked my brain trying to figure out what happened last year in the Jays in the playoffs until today when I realized, oh, yeah, they got fucking spanked by the Mariners. The Mariners who the under-evaluated and got destroyed by. So I am 100% on board for redemption year when it comes to the Mariners. Let's go. Also, yeah, expansion yeah. cousins. I don't know if you guys knew that.
2: Of course. Can't wait to beat those demons. I mean, literally just a, it was an implosion. We didn't. It was just not a reflection of that season last year. And yeah, if we play Seattle again, I I honestly would take the Jays. Well, Bo
1: Bichette tried to play center field, and I don't know what he was <laughs> thinking there. And Chris. And yeah. just like that error he made today, too. He needs to just he just needs to calm down. We don't need you to be elite. We just need you to play the position. Otherwise, I think you should move to second in the future because it's just getting ridiculous over there. But I think, yeah. I think I we can know. handle uh, Seattle, but it was a great trade for both teams. Uh, Tao's going to do Tao things, and Swanson's going to help this bullpen because we needed, we needed an arm like that. We needed someone we could actually count on. And if you guys watched the game today, there was a couple of pitchers who sucked donkey balls, and I hope we don't see them anytime soon.
2: All I can picture is Romano and his smiling face. Romano. That
0: (laughs) stupid, that stupid, uh, what is that Chicago Bulls piercing that that people get? I I can't unsee that. The bull bull piercing or whatever? The septum,
2: yeah, septum, is that what it's called? I don't know
0: what it is, it's stupid. I can't stand that piercing too, brutal. Yeah. Worse. i just put this out there, if you have that piercing and you're listening to this, you're a loser. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: wait, and also I just want to say to Melky, doesn't Bichette? You know, he seems like a be a pro, like MLB the show player where the guy is just trying to do absolutely everything with the character sometimes. And it's to yep. the detriment of the team. Like that's how Bichette plays sometimes. That's exactly
1: what it yeah. is. Should have just let that ball, should have <laughs> just kept, held onto the ball and that's it. Instead of throwing it away and letting the guy yeah. advance. I mean, although it didn't make a difference because Manoa walked the second batter, still like just calm down. Did, did Simeon
0: not teach you anything when he was here? Like just calm down. He did, yeah, an and hit, he cried yeah. about it. Um, I would, uh, before we get into our next trade, I just want to put that out there. Out there, I want to RIP um, the final piece, the Josh Donaldson trade. Uh, Julian Mer- Merriweather got claimed by the Cubs in the offseason. Uh, the Jays Ooh. weren't willing to try another season of him pitching uh, six and a half games and then getting injured again for another eight months. So uh, RIP to you, Mr. Merriweather. We never had RIP a chance to appreciate you. your greatness.
1: Yeah. All don't right, all right. Hit, don't let the door hit you
0: on the way out. Moving on to our next big trade. Oh, also, sorry. I want to add one one quick thing. Um, Drew Hutchinson, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I don't know if I like this or I hate this, but I really hope a bold prediction. Uh, Hutchinson gets at least one game with it, where he gets a win. I hope he does it. Um, in the in those lean years. He was one of those guys you count on. I hope Drew Hutchinson, as a J in 2023, gets a win. I'll put I that loved up. Hutch. I love
1: Touch. I love uh, Touch. I guess it's a feel good story. Does he get that win as a
0: starter or as a relief pitcher? I, I think he, he probably goes in at, as a long relief and gets a win. Okay. And I hope he does. I and it, yeah, it, it, if he retires, he's another one of those stories, like a Joey Votto story, where he joins a team you know, again, coming back home, what kind of thing, and gets a big W. I hope so, because uh, Hachi, he was just here at the wrong time. He was here two seasons too late, or too early. Yeah, because we were flaming garbage. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: yes, that's true, yeah. White White's the one who's injured, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah White, is White.
1: the LA uh, acquisition. Yeah, yeah. He's another one that's shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> And I Thompson, you can throw Thompson on that list as well.
2: Fuck yeah, you can tell this is after a win.
1: Let's go. <laughs> you suck this big old dick. Okay, yeah. so question though, let's play a little devil's advocate. Who's going to have more impact with their team, Swanson or Teo?
0: It's got to be Teo. He's playing every day. Bah. Oh,
2: you're waiting? Yeah. Uh, fuck it, Swanson. That's who I have circled. Oh,
0: Swans dinner. I
1: like it. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, just because <laughs> and, and, and my my reasoning was also basically what I said before. And and I honestly I agree with El Hefe about playing every day. And I think Teo is gonna be massive, and the Mariner fans are gonna love him. But third in this bullpen, I think long he, he's got three pitches that we desperately need. So biased, I'm I'm taking Swans.
1: All right.
0: Who do you got next, El Hefe? All right. Next. I'm as I'm mixing my Ryan Ginger live on the air. <laughs> Ooh, great choice. He's not. You kidding. know what? Uh, I have oh, this he's an alcoholic. <laughs> I was having this revelation seven days ago when Melky <laughs> and I were recording Milk and Cookies, which should be out uh, right after this episode. Um, Ryan Ginger might be my drink of the summer. I'm saying it now. Mark I've my been words. Been
2: that for years. Why are you not listening to me? Yo, legit. Does, I, it know, it
0: I, I took a break. I took a break. I, I went through my uh, oh, white claw phase. Anyways. All right, so the Blue Jays send um, Pina Power, a.k.a. Loris Goriel Jr. to the Diamondbacks for Dalton Varsho, um, sorry, and um, the Jays send Gabriel Morano as well, a highly touted Venezuelan prospect. Um, catcher, yeah. You know, Morano. we had a lot of high hopes for thinking, but, I mean, right now, the Jays have catcher gold. You got Danny Jansen who can hit, um, hit for power, but also one of the best backstops in the game. And you have Alejandro Kirk, who is aka Dad Bob Supreme. <laughs> um he is just a, a player you want to cheer for. Uh so basically the backlog of catchers was there for the Jays. Um, I like the trade. I was it was unfortunate to see Goreal go because Granted, he had the arm. He made great plays in left field. The guy was electric when the bases were loaded. But to get a future silver slugger, gold glover like Dalton Varso, Varso you have to make those deals. I love the trade. I love the trade because this is a win now. SMG, I get you back on the other side. Suck it from behind. Let's go. I am 100% in. <laughs> bah! I saw you crack there. That's a uh, plus one and one for me. All right. Just... I love this trade because this is a real ball. This isn't a fucking pool of prospects for a star player. This is an up-and-comer for an established mlb and a blue chipper. A great deal for both teams. Both teams win on this deal. And I think the Jays are good. I think Jays fans are going to love our show so much. He's going to be the next big stud. Although, when I saw him in the box for the first time and taking a hack today, this guy, this guy, I'm going to call it now. He might have one of the most glorious home runs at the brand new renovated Rogers Center. I'm calling it now. He's going to put a moonshot there that's going to crack a window.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: How do you guys feel about the trade?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm still a little bitter about it. Like, I know you have to give up to get. I just wish wish this deal was a lot bigger because yeah, you gave up Moreno, your
0: top. He was probably the top prospect in our um, in our farm system. So you give up Moreno, well, number number two behind. Um, what's it? What's a pitcher? Tidman, T- Tidman.
1: Oh, uh, Hederman? The guy, the one that we saw in spring training, the lefty yeah. Tetterman. Yeah, or, I don't know Scott Tetterman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So still number two prospect. Number two prospect, he's he's going to be a player. We know this. I'm not mad about trading him for Varsho. I wish this could have been a one-for-one, one, but we send Guriel, which could have been our fourth outfielder or could have been used in this lineup because he can hit. And he can play defense. He's not as good as Varsho, Kiermaier, or Springer, but he's adequate. So I would just wish this deal was bigger. Like we could have gotten a lefty arm in the bullpen or something. Just make this consummate this trade into a something like a blockbuster instead of the two for one. Because when I initially heard the reports, I thought this was going to be probably one of the bigger trades in Jays in Jays history. Excuse me. And it still is. But I mean, like the magnitude of players. So I'm still a little bitter about that. I think they could have received more or they could have worked out something bigger, but Varsho is going to be beloved by the Jays fans. Varsho is going to be a guy here for a long time. We have control over him as well for the next three seasons. So it's a great move on Atkins and Shapiro's part. So kudos to that. And he looked great in the batter's uh, box today. He, the man can swing. The man knows how to swing a bat and he knows how to play defense. And he's a lefty. And he's a lefty, which we needed.
2: Wow. Uh. Actually, pretty funny that I go last after you two because when the trade happened, I was feeling pretty conflicted and, and maybe more so on Melky's side. But as of today, right now, I like the trade. I think it's a win. And Al Hefe, I'm gonna tend to agree with you more. Moreno, yeah, arguably was one or two top prospect, and and basically everyone in the MLB agrees. And he is gonna be a player, no doubt about it. Lords. How many times have we seen that helmet fly off? We love that Super Saiyan hair, him going nuts. And yeah, for uh, depth on this team, excellent addition if we had kept him. But you guys hit the nail on the head. Barsho is going to be a fan favorite. I mean, the two positions he can play that are just diametrically different. The guy is left-handed. I mean, he knows how to bat. He is going to be an absolute fan favorite, like you're saying, so... It is a definite win now mode and El Jefe completely agree. The majority of my notes with you about uh, Kirk and Danny is yeah, we have a plethora right now of catching and I think we kept the two catchers out of the three who help us in win now mode. So 100% agree with you on that and I think Kirk I'm not going to say has the highest upside of the three because Moreno is actually really nasty but when he's on, he's on and I think that throwing them in the DH, how we can play both of them at however many games against whatever right handed, left handed pitcher. I think it was the right move. And I think we're going to see that this season. And in the long run, we're going to be looking back being like, yeah, that guy's an absolute stud for them. And it would have been amazing to have Marino, but look what we got out of this. Okay. next, Next
1: five years, next five years. Who's having, who's, who's
0: the better player, Marino or Kirk? In five, years, in five I, years, I think I think Moreno. I, I, I say Kirk because he's a major leaguer right now. There's no guarantee that Moreno yeah. is a major leaguer. There's no guarantee. Now, if he plays all season, we revisit in the offseason, I'll be willing to to revisit that. But as it stands right now, it's major, major leaguer versus not major leaguer. He's playing right now. Their they're,
1: they're catchers, catcher's hurt.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, good for he's him playing. then. You know what? Let's compare notes at the end of the season. Do it. Yeah, definitely. This will be – I want to revisit the Moreno thing at the end of the year. We'll see how it played out. All right, boys. I'm going to throw three names for you. You tell me if you're going to miss these guys. Rob Stripling, a.k.a. Bacon Strips, David Phelps, and Jackie Bradley Jr. No, I'm not going to miss any of them maybe Ross stripling stripling just because of what he did last season. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to pour one out for him, but I'll definitely miss him because last year he was that hidden MVP. He came in when the, when the Jays needed another starter, he came in, he filled that role did probably better than average job. Good for him. I'm happy that he's, he's got a full-time gig. I'm ha- he's the only guy in on that list that I'm, I'm kind of uh, sad about.
2: Happy retirement to Phelps. Congrats. Enjoy the time off with your fam. Yeah, agree somewhat. I do miss Stripling. But in the end, man, Bassett, mm-hmm. I think, is an upgrade. I think oh, it's legit, a complete legit. upgrade. So, any feelings I had of missing Stripling? Didn't love the guy enough for it to last. I'm going to be completely honest. So I'm actually, Melky, I'm with you, man. I think that the replacement is better. And yeah, Stripling might have a good season, but I don't know if it's worth the money he's getting. So yeah, I'm all
0: in a Yeah, he he got some
2: legit, (laughs) legit
0: money.
1: You guys, <laughs> you guys will forget Bacon Strip's name in the
2: exactly month or so. <laughs> yeah. You're
1: you're, wrong. you're not wrong. You're oh, not wrong. you forget ba- when you see Bassett on Sunday. Yes, you, you'll you'll message me and say, "Yeah, okay." He is the when, Lanny. I think Bohanis he's going to finish off of the series, the Blue with Jays. The yeah, Dude, Bassett I, is
2: going to be good. This starting rotation is sick with him.
1: He, he has you know, had third, six fourth? pitches. Six yeah. pitches.
0: A lot, a lot, of, a lot of the. Um, I'm going to quote unquote. Uh, analysts in Toronto media believe that the Jays have the top rotation in the American league. I don't know whether that's re- legit or not. Like I can't day
2: one. Jays are play. always up there, man. Like you cannot count out that Tampa Bay starting rotation, to be honest with you. The they, they know how to pitch, but, but I, I'm telling you, man, I, I honestly believe the starting rotation and, Al Jefe, I've never been like super confident in any of our pods over the many years, guys. I honestly think this is a top three, at worst, top five starting rotation in the MLB. Truly, yeah, it's yeah, a top I, five. it's a top five for sure. If you like if you, you got Houston, it, Tampa Bay, a couple of teams, but I mean Yankees, well, yeah, Yankees yeah, when they're
0: healthy, like wrote, yes, hundred yeah.
2: percent. and you
0: know Boston's going to surprise you with some bullshit. Um Austin, but hundred percent. Fuck Boston. Fuck man. Boston. I die. Listen, I, I've never wanted a tattoo, but if I was to get out of tattoo, it would say fuck Boston. <laughs> <laughs> True Toronto uh, fan. I love it. If, if you look at the, uh, think of it like a tier system. I think the Jays have elite, like the top tier pitching in major league baseball. Um, they might not have the best absolute best, but they have top tier pitching and I'm hundred percent behind that. Are we going to miss Anthony K? Yeah. Man. are we gonna miss <laughs> Tapia? Are no, we gonna miss? No, I'd rather have Kiermaier <laughs> than Tapia. Yes, hundred percent. And Melky 100%. on a roll.
1: Yes. And, All right. And, and, and sorry to go back to the rotation stuff. I'm. See, I was originally worried about Coochie, but now, and which is crazy because I love Coochie and I never worry about it. But now, <laughs> saying that,
0: it's more Barrios I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't think so, man. Did you, uh, did you catch any of his innings in the WBC? Yeah, he was shit in one of them.
1: He was uh, really the, bad in one of them. And then spring training, I'm, he was dog shit, too.
2: I'm he, telling you guys right now, it's sick unless it's playoffs. I'm not ever going to a game where Kikuchi's pitching. I went 0-3 last year. <laughs> it's, it's all three, so that's not the, happening. The Kuchi
1: is rocking the beard. He's bushy this I don't, year, so yeah.
0: it, it must be something different. Do the you guys like faith. the... Do you guys like the addition of two guys who are on plane right now? But Zach Green, or sorry, Chad Green and Zach Britton?
1: We got like, bridge. When did we sign Britton?
0: Uh, if I if I'm reading this correctly, it was in January. The lefty the lefty uh bullpen arm, right? No, I fooled you. It's the catcher, Jack uh Zach Britton. okay. I was
1: gonna say, when did we sign Britton? I'm pretty sure he's still a free agent. Uh, I like the green signing. It just sucks he can't play for us right now. Yeah. And he could be a wild card in that bullpen.
0: I don't even know who the other guy is, so I can't answer if, that. It, if he can get it going, <laughs> if he can get it going uh, he's just going to make a strong, strong hand stronger. And there's nothing like, you know, you can't scoff at that. Like That's got to be good news. All right. That's pretty much it for new faces. Let's kind of move on to uh, our positional players. I want to kind of fly through this catchers. We have Danny Jansen and Alejandro Kirk boys. Yay or nay. Yay. Yay.
1: Especially to thick Jesus, AKA Alejandro Kirk. And that name came from my boy, Nick and Eric from the going yard podcast. Check that out too. That's Boys,
2: going
0: yard. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Our our little Toronto all-star. I love Alejandro.
2: I, I love him too.
0: He is our diamond in the rough. I, you know, I love Danny Jansen. <laughs> Defensively, he's great. I always respect somebody who's wearing glasses while they play. Um, but <laughs> Squins. <laughs> <laughs> great new nickname for Danny Jansen, a.k.a. Squins. Uh, Squins. I I love our catcher uh, tandem here. Tandem here it's great. Just like the Leafs having a 1A and 1B, the Jays have the exact same equivalent. Uh, I love it, and I watched the um, the St. Louis feed because uh, I'm a streamer. I'm like I ain't finally know Rogers bullshit. I'm a streamer, and I watched the St. Louis feed, and they were just raving. First of all, I ain't never seen like I used to think. Uh, whatever that bullshit um, broadcast partner of the Bruins is, like they, they're fucking major homers when they when they broadcast their games. But I ain't ever see fucking homers like I saw this this uh, St. Louis cardinals feed these guys are major homers all i'm saying is that they were loving our catcher tandem so i feel really good about it after watching that game
2: i cannot wait for our controversy this year with kirk at dh or catcher because he goes on an absolute tear fucking give it to me right now let's go <laughs> you talking uh controversy between kirk and um jansen yeah, I just mean like we're gonna who are we gonna play because they're both doing so sick. Give that to me right now. Well let's I mean, go you on have your
1: face. Option DH, man, you can put thick Jesus out in DH and
2: Well according to you guys, apparently Kirk's gonna be our main DH guy because belt's not gonna last. Or <laughs> out the fucking
0: door. <laughs> How do those two get along? One hates the other. I'm not gonna say who hates who. I ain't mad about it. Competition, a- any, competition any thick boy the hates a belt. Any any thick boy hates a belt. All right. Competition, we've got the best in everyone, man. So bring it. You, all right. First base, it's kind of a runaway. Vladdy Jr., obviously, with, I got to imagine, Biggio playing a couple games there. Does Belt play first base? The, yeah, I think you see him a couple of times before we uh,
1: have him walk the plank and you never see him again. Because yeah, you know who else plays an experiment.
0: first base? You know who else plays first base? My boy. Joey Votto, <laughs> I might just get the jersey right now. I don't know. Do you want to just pencil him in the lineup for the weekend, or yeah, That's what I mean, I'm thinking.
2: He may as well? He's coming in hot. Okay, true. true.
0: Cincinnati to uh, St. Louis, probably like five hours.
2: We can make this. Bro, yeah. yeah, easy. I'll go. I'll go pick him up. No problem. <laughs> okay, so
0: outside of, outside of that, like, what do we like? What do we like about first base? Vladdy there, Gold Glove winner. Um, yeah, he's okay. You probably have Biggio there a couple games. You probably have Belt there a couple games. probably have Joey Votto there a couple games. You probably have (laughs) Merrifield there a couple games. Do we feel good about first base? Yeah, first base is locked and loaded. I don't think Merrifield's going to play
1: over there. I think it's more Biggio, Belt. Uh, Yeah, Vladdy. Vladdy's going to get his reps, obviously.
2: Do you think Merrifield's going to play a lot of second? I don't think he's going to be really impacting first, honestly.
0: Okay, le- legit question. Do you think at any point bold prediction, early bold predict- prediction? Do you think either one of the catchers play first base at all this season? No, <laughs> just no. for one game. You know, it's a bold prediction. You know, I know it's crazy, but it's a bold prediction. I just and, don't
2: see it in the cards. Yeah, okay. bold prediction, El a possibly for one. No,
0: no. <laughs> all right, at two bag we have uh, Midway Maryfield. Uh, Santiago and Kevin Biggio, do you guys like second base it, out of all the bases? It's possibly the most
2: questionable, but, but yeah, I am pretty confident. I mean, Espinal, I mean, his pros on base, like the guy can play defense sometimes and, and we need that. So, and like I said, I think Merrifield is going to predominantly be second base this year. So I'm feeling good ish. Yeah, I'm going to agree
1: with Bob. And don't be surprised if you see Espinal play a little third base as well and give Chapman the day off. He can not play mm-hmm. those bases. Uh, he's defensively sound. He looks bigger. Again he, yeah, hit the he gym again, he hit the gym last season, but he definitely hit the gym this season. He looks to break out. I think his offense is more than welcome. And I think he's going to push Merrifield as well.
0: Do we see Bo... At second, at any point this season? No. No. I agree. All right. Speaking of which, shortstop, we have Bobochet, possibly Espinal, possibly Chapman? I,
1: I don't see Chapman going to short. Espinal, I agree. I agree. I'm just stretching uh, out on that one. <laughs> Espinal, yes, because he can't play there. I d- t- I do wish they had someone to back up Bachet besides Espinal, but it's not horrible. The more, more of anything, it's Bachet who's the liability. Yeah. So he needs to just calm the fuck down. Just do your job. That's it. We don't need you to be a Correa or a Lindor or you know some of the great like the, some of the greats. Like just play short. Just get the ball. Get the guys out. We don't need you to be flashy. Your bat's going to do all the talking. So let that speak for itself and just. Play decent, play defense. It's not hard.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it probably shortstop is where we lack the most depth uh, up front. And I mean, while most of the other ones you have Vigio kind of third, fourth there, it like I agree with
0: Melky, it's basically Espinal as your backup. I, I agree. I think, I think, I think you're, you guys are both exactly right. Bo comes down, just, just, just basic shortstop. You're right, 100%. Nothing flashy because your bat's going to do it. Mm -hmm. Your hair looks amazing. It's Mm -hmm. all good, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Just do the job. Just do the job. You got got those.
1: buddy.
0: You got those. Third base. (laughs) Third base. We got uh, Matt Chapman. Uh, Maddie Chaps. All good. Gold glove. You know, I liked uh, Rick Strop. Wow. Fuck. I'm drunk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let me try that one more time. (laughs) Rewind. we had Ross Stripling say in the off season, um, you gotta be fucking retarded. I believe those were his exact words, not to give Matt Chapman the gold glove this year, which they didn't. So they must be retarded. Those redacts need to figure that out. Now it's a Matt merit. Chapman. You probably have Espinal. You probably have Biggio a couple games this season playing third. How do you guys feel about the three bag?
2: Good. And just to put it out there before Mel goes, uh, Chapman for me is one of those players where our success this season, he's one of the cornerstones there. Like at third base, like I said, it's been a problem before for us. Jays in the past Espinal, Vigio. Yeah. These guys are going to be doing a lot of moving around, going to be taking some games off, but third base, if healthy, that's Chapman. It's all him this season. And we're talking that he's going to have a big year because of the whole contract possible walk away. I'm still agreeing with that take that we all had earlier, and I think that's going to contribute to him absolutely lighting it up on third base. It, it's big for me, so I have high hopes going in for him.
1: Bold prediction. Chapman's yeah. an all-star this year. It, let's go. Chapman's I would an all-star love that. this year. I would really fucking love that. Everything is going to fall into place. He's going to be spectacular at third. you know what you're getting with uh, from him at the three-hole uh, – sorry, at the three-bag it's his bat right can he be consistent can he uh, drive those runs in can he contribute uh, on a consistent basis I think he is primed to break out this season and Bob I'm glad you said it his bat is going to hinge how far this team goes you know you got Vladdy Bichette Springer you know you can count on those guys but we need Chapman's
0: bat and he's going to dictate how far we go yeah but yeah, I, I can't agree more with both of you guys. I just got to say this. I hope he stays healthy all season. I hope he hits at least 30 home runs. And I, ha- I hope he has a great fight. Because Matty Chaps, got to get it done. Let's go. Moving on, I'm going to start with you, Ba. This outfield looks considerably different than last season. We have the last remaining soldier and my favorite, George Springer. Kevin Meyer. thank God he's playing for this team and not the other team. Dalton for our show. And then our fourth outfielder looks like Nathan Luke's. How do you feel about this outfield? Can it get the job done?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think it can. It definitely looks different than last year. We already touched upon that with the trade of tail. Honestly, guys, I really don't know much about Nathan Luke. I'll just put that up front. So you guys can talk more on him, but I like our three. I really like our three. Like I'm just looking at the Dalton. We've already spoken on it. I think that this guy's going to be a fan favorite. And how do you become a fan favorite? You fucking play lights out. And I think he's going to do that. I mean, George Springer, if he stays healthy, knock on wood. And I think he is because he's looking great. He, I mean, this first game, he he's looking already in proper form from last season. He's just continuing that. So I think those guys are massive there. And then, yeah, you're going to finish it off
0: Mm -hmm.
2: with, uh, Kiermaier. And, yeah, like Melky pointed to, a little questionable points tonight. But, yeah, I am so happy that he's in a chase uniform this year and not against us. And I think he is an absolutely solid addition. But the, the other two guys, they're the big ones for me. Springer and Varshal, like I, bold take, those two might be my favorite players at the end of the year. I could see it, besides maybe Chappie. Damn. Although this starting rotation, I'm going to fall in love very easily if they play well.
1: Absolutely. I got a question for you guys. Now that Kiermaier is on the team, does he take uh, lineup cards from the other squads or does he do it to Tampa?
0: Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not cheating if it's for your own team. It's only cheating if it's the other team. Thank you. I'm so glad you said that. This
1: outfield, (laughs) this threesome, it's a thing of beauty. I think it's one of the best in baseball. You can rely on all three. My question mark is, I don't know Nathan Lucas as well, or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, We saw a little glimpse of Otto Lopez in uh, the WBC. He looks promising. I didn't know he was a Canadian kid, which is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. But I'm a little hesitant because I feel like we need a fourth guy. I'm not sold on Biggio. Merrifield should be in the infield. I think... At the deadline, besides Votto joining, we might be going Obviously. after. An we might be going after an outfielder.
2: I'm so glad you said that. I, I actually agree with you. I, I think that's the one that you could see happening, and it'll be a depth piece. It's not going to be yeah. too much, but but we c- I could definitely see that for sure. Like
1: a McCutcheon or a Grossman. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, I, I would, would love. Cool. I thing. would love because McCutcheon. boys, Merrifield is penciled in. He's like legit. third, fourth there for the replacement. So I, I agree with you, Melk. I think that, I mean, Votto in a way is a little bit of a pipe dream, even though apparently it's a hundred percent happening, but <laughs> I, I definitely see this, this, I'm
0: on the phone right now. making it happen. Okay. <laughs> hey, so. I'm on,
2: I'm on the plane. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely can see that happening.
0: All right. Let me touch a little grass on uh, Nathan Luke's here um, or Lucas. I don't know how he, he pronounced his name. I
2: think it's Luke. I don't
0: know. Okay. Five eleven, 180 pounds, 20 years old. Has played almost no reg, uh, Major League Baseball. Um, he's a 2014th, 7th, 7th round Cleveland Indians. You know they can dig out those diamonds. Of course. Um, I don't know what he has to offer. I think he's on the bench. Maybe he has a speed factor or something like that. But I think you guys are right where you have Merrifield and Biggio probably penciled in before him. And he's that fifth outfielder, sixth outfielder, seventh outfielder. He is just in case, just in case, you know? So if that's a case, fine. If that's a case also, just get fucking Dalton Pompeii. I'm sh- pretty sure he's not doing it now. <laughs> you mean he's All not in right. the ditch somewhere
1: getting butt fucked by um a pigeon yeah. or you watch your fucking
0: mouth now <laughs> on Mississauga's own Dalton Pompeii. All right. He <laughs> was moving on DH. <laughs> we have Brandon Belt Vladdy Jr. and either or on the catchers and any given day, George Springer. How do you guys feel about this DH position? Pour me another Ryan Ginger. Aye, aye, captain. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's,
1: it's good because you have different pieces that can you can place right there. Like You're not stuck with belt. If belt's shit, you have Alejandro Kirk, Jansen, Vladdy, Springer, you know what I mean? So you can do a bunch of combinations to fulfill that role. I mean, if Vada was in there, it would just look, oh, so sweet. But until then, it's
2: it's serviceable. It's funny, too, because I don't know how you guys feel, but it's almost like you have more faith in the depth of DH with the guys. And, and Belt's unproven for us, so he could – turn up like it wasn't the great first, greatest first outing but he could show up and, and it'd be a contract year for him and that's great but yeah I got more faith in the guys behind him who not consistently playing DH but here coming in coming out like yeah they're going to provide and this the depth that we have in every other position it's just going to be kind of an easy rotation with them
0: Amen moving on starting pitching we talked about it quite a bit already we have Kevin Gosman Chris Bassett Jose Barrios and everybody's favorite you say Kikuchi guys how do you guys feel about maybe the best starting rotation in the AL East yeah like I said top three rotation for me
2: Uh, uh, they're gonna have still some questions (laughs) yeah there you go pay attention baby but yeah yeah, I, I am so excited I mean Manoa is already a fan favorite. Gosman Barrios is going to need a definite rebound year. My question, which is kind of funny too, and it shows how good we are as a team is at that fifth starting rotation is does Kikuchi keep that job? i mean, like Ryu's coming back from injury. Apparently July. I think it might be as I heard June or July. Yeah. So, and it's still the Tommy John. It's John. Yeah. Yeah. So when he's coming back, where is this team going to be? Is Kikuchi going to stay at fifth? I mean, if we're at a point where we're questioning if Ryu even has a spot because the other five are playing well, then I'm going to be in heaven.
1: Yeah, it's a luxury. It'll be a luxury. If that's the case, I I think your top three guys are, you can have confidence in those three. I I do. Then, then it tears, then it teeters a little bit with Burrios and, and Coochie and I'm not calling him by his correct name until I see him pitch. Well, You've heard it here. You've heard it on my other podcast. I'm not. I don't trust him yet. Just because you grow a fucking beard doesn't mean you're good. Right. <laughs> yes,
0: it does. For the record, <laughs> as
1: a beard wearing motherfucker, that's exactly what it means. It, um, in your line of work, it's different. Not, not
0: when it comes to pitching. So debatable. Like as <laughs> as Madison Bobgarger, <laughs> I think this. I think this. I think I love this starting rotation. Any given day is any given win. I think this, t- this starting rotation gives you a chance to win every single game, including Kikuchi, who you motherfuckers know led spring training in strikeouts. So if this left handed fireballer can get there, I'm in. If he can't get there, what do we do? Well,
1: he needs to spend the last time playing hide the rainbow role instead.
0: Ooh. Ooh! unnecessary. Baseball's for everybody. Okay. <laughs> Let's get this goal.
1: So okay? if he can do that, then absolutely. The, this rotation has potential to be the best, if not one of the best. It is. I still think it's top five, hands down. But it has potential to be the best because you got the two New York teams, one team Metamucil in, uh, with the Mets and the New York Yankees. And you got the the Strohs and the Braves. You know, we got all these other great rotations. But, man, like we have a solid five that we can possibly count on for the entire season. And if Rio can't fit in, that sounds like a him problem.
0: Legit. And if he can, you're looking at, okay, if Kikuchi falls out or let's say Bassett can't adjust to the American League East because apparently it's the hardest division in baseball. If that's a fact, maybe you can slide in Ryu. <sighs> Ryu. He's been injured for a fucking year and a half. Yeah. Let's fucking go. I get it. You know, we paid this guy a lot of fucking money four years ago to produce, and he's been fucking absent for a long time. Let's go. All do right, see, moving on. Do you see a six-man rotation? I, You know, I can't imagine, but I think Ryu's there as insurance for either Kakut, Any- yeah. he's there for anybody who might get injured. I'm going to say Kikuchi because he's, on history, most unreliable. But we got the Kikuchi for this season and next to figure him out. And he looked really good in the in the preseason. And I know you can't put too much stock into that. But I also believe a left-hander that can throw 97 has to have some kind of results to find the strike zone. So let's move on. Relief pitching, we have Jordan Romano, who... We all feel is a great closer and can stay that way. Eric Swanson, new addition to the team. We have Garcia, Simber, Bass, Mesa, who played today and kind of questionable. Trevor Richards and Zach Pop. How do you guys feel about this bullpen? (laughs) Uh,
2: somewhat solid. There's definitely some questions. Romano is my guy. Like I said, I think Swanson was a great uh, pickup. You know, you've got sorry you got like mazer right he's our left-handed guy just looking at my notes now it's like i know what happened last year with our bullpen but we actually have some pretty decent shutdown guys here like i actually think we do so you've got what garcia bass swanson those are like kind of my shutdown guys i had written down and then you kind of got richards and simber who basically in kind of Positions where there's a lot on the line and and it's going to be kind of heated. I'd throw those guys in. But compared to our starting rotation, way more of a question mark. And it's. I mean, it wasn't a great start tonight, but they finished it out. And and Romano with the celly, it's it started off with a positive. So legit. Achilles,
1: Achilles heel, just like last season.
2: Yeah, you were saying that before. It's
1: the Achilles heel. We need. First of all, we need more lefty arms. You can't yeah. depend on one.
2: Yeah, mazes is our only guy, right? I would. Yeah,
1: I don't like that whatsoever. I think need yeah. to. I think Simber and Richards, they've been great in the past. I think you can dispose of one of them, get a lefty pitcher, and I also want Nate Pearson in the bullpen.
2: I want. Legit. F- he's definitely want next man up. Th-
0: I want the flamethrower in
2: the bullpen. Yeah, he's next man up.
0: Legit, I like the bullpen a lot. Um, I think it might be the strongest bullpen they've had in maybe four or five seasons. Um, I think you're right. I think at some point they're going to add another left-handed, like high leverage, you know, pressure moment lefty. Although Tim Mesa has been that in the past, and I know that last year he was he wasn't really the high leverage guy. I think this season might be different for him. I think this is a make or break season for Tim Meza. The reason why I say that about Mesa is because he's been with the, the team for a long time. And last year, he had a shoulder injury, which is a big deal. And outside of the shoulder injur- injury, he, he was that high leverage left handy, handy for a while. I don't know if he has it this year in him. I don't think they have to, need, need to go out and pick up another one, but I, I like, I like Mesa overall. Outside of that, I think everything else is really solid. The addition of Zach Pop last year, I think it was worth the King's ransom for him that they, they kind of gave up. Uh, I just, I just want to look up uh, quickly some stats on, on Meza. He's been, a, he's been a J since 2017. He's played yeah. waivers a couple times, and he's been pretty average for this team. I think overall, you can keep him on the team and be... Possibly a high-leverage guy or a mid-level, mid-leverage guy. When it comes to another lefty, I think you need to bring in another lefty in. Where he fits in on the roster, I don't really know because everything else is pretty stacked. So either they get it done with five righties and one lefty or Tim Mays has to go and you bring in another high-leverage high lefty. Yeah,
2: you're going to have to.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. I think it's that time of the show where we kind of work into uh, expectations and maybe maybe bold p- predictions. You guys feeling that or do you guys want to touch anything more on the roster?
2: No, oh wait, I hold You're
0: we pretty in depth. Quick question. Do you guys like the addition of Don Mataly to this coaching staff? 100%. Yeah, I can't fucking wait till we play the Yankees and they see him. Right? Oh, and, I can't And wait. they're just bitter. They're just like, I can't Fuck. wait. How didn't we get this guy? Aaron Boone, can you please get fired? Yeah. Yeah, I I love
1: the no-nonsense from him.
0: Look what he did with the Marlins.
1: I know it was like the pandemic era, but he took the Marlins to the playoffs, and they had a less of a talented team. This is going to help our coach maturate. It's going to guide him, and it's also going to guide the players because at the end of the day, it's about getting shit done. And we've been too happy-go-lucky, you know, celebrating when we're down 10 to nothing. And Mattingly's not, not about that life. And, yeah, he's just going to help help this team uh, mature overall. So it was a great, probably one of the most, probably will be one of the most underrated signings of this offseason. But you're going to notice a big difference with him, a part of the team.
0: I, you know, I think we can all agree that the team is more serious this year than ever. And don't they have to be like? Don't they have to be the the team to beat? I mean, I know the Yankees are the Yankees, and Baltimore is better, and Boston is always sniffing around. The AL East is a motherfucker, but don't the Jays have to be the team this year? We definitely no. have to take
2: that next massive step, though. I don't they know have, about the yeah.
0: team. Yeah, Yankees, I
2: think, might be the team if if we're going by prediction of all the experts. So the, they might have the most expectations, but we're right there.
1: Yankees Melky. will always be the team until they get knocked off and the yeah. Jays have not knocked them off yet. So got have to have that respect for the, the New York uh, Bronx Bombers.
0: Yeah. Melky, you have a couple of notes in our, in our shared file. Do you want to touch on anything that we, you have here or do you want to move for, move on? No, we can move forward. Uh, we touched. We touched. Uh, he, he did
2: fun. all of the devil advocate and stuff. We we've those yeah, in. I threw, them in. Baby. I threw
0: them in. You, you guys, guys are, are fucking pros. pros. You guys yeah, are fucking pros. Play, I'm way too drunk for this. <laughs> let's get into bold prediction, boys. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. All right. Who wants to start us off on bold predictions? You guys go for
1: it.
2: Yeah. Am I just shouting right. out a prediction randomly or what are we doing?
0: All right. Let's get into it. Uh, do you want to start with a bold prediction or should I? Go ahead. Just random right. or are there themes to this? What are, you, what are we doing? Let's go random. I like it random. Uh, okay. My first bold prediction. Ryu gets into the rotation. Yay or nay? That's a good one.
1: I'm going to say yay, but it doesn't work
2: out. Ooh, you nasty bitch. You nasty. Oh, and I still have no faith in Kikuchi. So, yeah. I th- I agree
0: with <laughs> ball. I, I Oh, actually, I agree with both you guys. Yeah. I think when you get into the rotation, and I no mark my words, I think he's a playoff pitcher for the Jays. Over, Over prediction. Barrios, Over Burrios.
1: They usually go with a four man
0: rotation. You know what? I have faith in Burrios. I thought he had a great second half of last year. I thought he figured it out last year. I think he will figure it out. I think he'll be. Uh, I think. I think he'll be your number two or three starter going into the playoffs so i think i think you probably go with manoa bassett gosman for you playoffs let's go okay i'm not mad about it but he, he is a war veteran you gotta put him in
1: he also looks like a giant panda. So, yeah, that's cool.
0: <laughs> and who doesn't like giant pandas? That's, right. know, that's my Actual case. <laughs> harassment. All right. <laughs> All right. One of you two Joes. Throw it yeah. a bold prediction. All right. Fine.
2: I'll go next. I'm taking the over at 38 and a half. That's Vladdy Guerrero's projected home runs.
0: Over Ooh. under, boys. And I'm
2: taking the over. And just to make it sweet, 40. Fuck it. 40 piece.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. I, I think he's back to Vladdy of uh, two years two, two seasons ago. And you know, what's crazy. They're saying he had an, a down year last year. Cool. But he still put up like big time numbers. Yeah. He didn't bat 300. Yeah. He didn't hit over uh 40 home runs, but man, he's still mashed. So I don't know what they're complaining about. These us analytic uh, bastards. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You wish you had a Vladdy.
0: Yeah, with 100%. the smaller dimensions at Rogers Center and a guaranteed 81 games played there I agree I think vibes probably going to get closer to 40 than 30 let's go let's go I like it
1: all right we you touched on burrios bold prediction his hair stays blonde the entire season come on <laughs> <dude>. <laughs>
0: all right no, no, no. I, I also I, agree. No, I say no as well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think he's gonna go some stupid color at some point because we'll be on. It'll be something.
0: You think he goes red? Ah, oh, fuck yeah. Why not? There's but, my uh, wait. Wait, hold on, hold red. on. Are you saying? Are you saying by the end of the season, or are you saying because he could go elsewhere and then come back and then end the season? Where are you see he's ending the season with his hair color. Please answer this question. Vibrant blue. Ooh. Cobalt. Ice cold, baby. Ice cold.
2: Yeah. Turquoise.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) So just for the record, Bob, you're saying he doesn't end the season with blonde hair? No, it's not.
2: Yeah.
1: No, turquoise is going to look, it's going to look like when he forgets about it and all the colors like seeping in it looks like a clown barfed in, on his head. He's going
2: to have the Rudy Giuliani stuff trying to trickling
0: down. Uh, his hand. Yeah. I, That's a look.
1: Blech, so, no, thanks. Miss me with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bowl prediction. Here we go. Wait, Bob, Did you throw out a bowl prediction yet? I did. I did the bloody yeah. one. Okay. Bowl prediction. Springer plays more than a hundred games. No.
2: Oh, you fucker. I was going to do a Springer healthy one. That's what we should have
0: shared beforehand, but yeah.
2: Apple knows is fucked up. <laughs> no, I think he's in like the. He's
1: close to 100. I don't think he plays 100 games. He just gets hurt
2: all the time. Bob. Oh, man. Uh, yes. Yes. My heart. Is telling me yes, my head is saying no. And just to be against Melky on this one, I'm saying he is
0: going to reach exactly 100 games <laughs> 101. And possibly I think he plays no. over 100 games. Because yeah. for the last two seasons, I think he's played like about 75 games, hasn't really hit the 100 mark, but I think this is a year. And I think this is a year because this is the year. Yeah. 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 All right, who wants to throw another bold prediction out? No, I'll go. I'll
2: go. Okay, go Mel, go Mel.
0: Coochie gets ten wins this season. I guess. I'm in on that. Guaranteed he gets eleven wins. Ooh. Guaranteed, baby. Because the bats save him, not because he pitches well.
2: <laughs> I mean, he looked well in preseason. But just from personal experience, man, I'm, and going back to the Ryu question as well, so I'm going to say no. All right. Malcolm, Very what are interesting. Saying? What do you say? Oh, well, I do, but it's
1: like a begrudgingly I do because I just have no faith in that type of coochie. <laughs> so All
0: fun. right. So, Malky, you're saying yes, right? Yes. All right. What else we got, boys? Alright. Schneider is up there as a potential
2: finalist for manager of the year at the end of the year.
0: Ooh, that's great because my next question is the complete
2: opposite. Manager of the year? <laughs> He's going to ask, is Schneider staying on the job for the full
0: year, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, yeah. no. My, my question is, okay, we'll figure this one out first. Yeah. Manager of the year on a fully loaded Jays team? I didn't say when. I just said finalist, by the way. Okay, well, I'm in
1: on that either way. Yeah, that's three for three. I think he's going to be finalist. If, if they if they're going to win over 94 games, yeah, he's, he's got to be considered.
2: I absolutely agree, and i I think the way that he took over the team last year, and that they they get the same.
0: <laughs> You're such a fucking idiot. Yeah, I agree. I can't help yeah. it, man. Listen, you guys fucking do this to me, okay? Yeah. You can't fucking have me on the line for an hour and a half and me drinking the whole time and not act like a fucking idiot. This is it's why I need me to do that. Have a circle of chairs and we talk to you and tell you how you fucked our <laughs> lives. All right, my next bold <laughs> prediction is: Does John Schneider become the manager of the Jays in the playoffs? Is he the manager come playoff time? Yes. Ooh. You think Mattingly's taking over, don't you? I, you, know, I, you know what? I, I hate that narrative, but I got to say this. I really like John Schneider. I like how aggressive he is as a manager. He's the complete opposite of Montoya before that. Gibby? John Gibson. Gibby? Gibson, yeah, thank you. John Gibson was laid back, and he's like, listen, I got this. We're going to do this. It's going to be fine, and we're all good. We're going to go golf in half an hour. John, um, sorry. Schneider. Schneider, John, John Schneider is like, listen, we're going to fucking score 18 runs in the first three innings, and then we're going to fucking coast. Cool. <laughs> we're going to fucking throw it to the bullpen. They're going to shut it down. They're going to let in three runs. It's going to be fine. It's going to be an 18 to six final. I worry about John, uh, John, John Schneider. You don't got to worry about Gibbons, man. <laughs> is, is, it fucking John, is it John Schneider? It's John Schneider, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Duke's a hazard. Yeah. <laughs> Um my biggest fear is that um he's he's too aggressive and then he's doing he's fucking pulling out a bunt when no one's bunted all season and the game's on the line and this is a game that gets us into the playoffs. That's my biggest fear. So my question is does John Schneider start the playoffs as the Jays bench boss?
1: Yeah, he does. He earned himself at least this season when he saved that woman in Dun- Dunedin from choking on Trent. Legit,
0: legit, legit. So
1: he, He's he, a fucking superhero. He's a superhero. He's a, a a great guy, very humble, hard worker. I don't think he's going to allow this opportunity to pass him by. And he's got Don Mattingly to, to help him, to write the ship as well. I think he does get this season. Now, if they are disappointing he's probably getting the ax at the end, but I think he gets this season at least Man, including awesome. playoffs.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent agree with Melky on this one, even to the point where if we blow it and don't succeed, I, I see him gone after the first year, but I think that he's going to kind of have a little bit of mentorship from Mattingly, Lee and not to mention that Schneider is one of those managers. When he stopped playing baseball, he managed at such a low level and he has just worked his way up since. So there is something about this guy, a work ethic, an ability to win that has brought him all the way up to the major leagues to be the Toronto blue Jays manager. So yeah, I definitely think he finishes the year and I'm going to be really, really disappointed if I'm wrong on these predictions about Schneider, because he he's unproven and I, it's more of a, you know, a heart feeling like the movie, the replacements, but I, I do think he's the guy for, for now for a couple of
0: years and, and why not? Why wouldn't I I'm, I'm rooting for him. Me Same too. And for the record, I love him and I and I want him to be awesome. Like this guy brings a, a Jersey swagger that we don't have on the team. And I think that's important. I think you need your manager to have like full confidence in your team. I think he needs to go out there and be the best bench boss he can be, but also push these motherfuckers like push Fat Vladdy to get 40 push Bo to get 100 RBIs like I want I want the bench boss to be pushing these guys because these guys are all elite Fair can he safe. push Bo to play better defense too because no damn. not possible <laughs> all right any other bold predictions before I into my last one I'm good let's do a final. does Jordan Romano get 40 saves this season that's
1: no. no too many games like there were today. Yes. He got the save, uh, this go around, but I think the Jays are going to mash a lot where he's not, you're not going to see him to get 40. What do you see him at? Uh, 35. I can see him getting 35 saves. So relatively close, close, but he, I don't yeah. think it's 40.
2: I, I, yeah. Fuck Melk. You've been on point this whole episode. I'm going to agree with you again. I, I hope I think he's our best in the bullpen, so I could see him going to 35, and he has the best chance of going to 40. But I think to an extent, and expanding on what Melky said, you are going to see the ball moved around a lot in this bullpen, a lot of guys getting chances. We're It is going to be some scores that are very high this season with this Blue Jays team. So do I see him 40 wins? No, I definitely see him above 30, and I think that he is going to have the most – out of our bullpen.
1: Yeah. And he's probably going to get a couple of wins here and there too, that are going to take away the save opportunities. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's not a bad thing, but if, I mean, 40 would be great.
2: 45 would be even better. But <laughs> yeah.
0: It's legit. yeah. It's,
2: and the good it's, thing is we have some starters
0: who can go some long innings, some yeah. long games now too. Like that's Absolutely. a bonus. Okay. My, my last bowl prediction is boys, please, please out of games, What do you think the Jays records will be this year? Will the Jays get 100 wins or more? No. 94. They're at 94. 94 and 95.
2: Mine is 95 wins, 67 losses in honor of the fucking Leaf bringing it right back to the other Toronto <laughs> team. How could I not?
0: How many, sorry, sorry, did you say? 95 and 67. Melky, you're saying 94 wins? yeah 94 so one off of ba
2: i was really close not line you guys i was going to go 98 or 99 like just under 100 cuz i mean those jays players they were hyping me up they all believe they can get a hundred
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think this year the jays cracked the 100 wins wow i know it's crazy Crazy ble east that's i know cool. but i think it's super sexy right? See, like, right like when you think of this team the firepower the pitching the closing I don't know, man. I just, I feel like why not fucking swing for the fences? The rest of the team is. We got new dimensions at, at Rogers Stadium. Let's fucking go. I'm going to say at least 100 wins. I mean, that wow. does my wooden bat
1: erected pretty, pretty much, but I just, I don't know, man. AL East is tough. I know they're not playing them as much, and they're playing a lot of the NL Central, which is pretty awesome that's a dog shit division, but it's tough, man. It's tough to crack a hundred. Uh, the Houston Astros are in a different realm. Even the New York Yankees when they were, healthy, I was a
2: man. I was about to say, Mets. I, I think the Yankees and us are going to be going back and forth for the top spot in the AL East this season. I think it's going to come down to the wire. Don't I, I actually, don't, I, was gonna go say, ahead, actually
1: I actually see only one team getting a hundred wins this year. And Houston? That, That's the Houston Astros
0: the Astros are legit. The Mets are pretty legit too. Although they lost their start their, uh, closer. So maybe that might be a little bit, a little bit different. I'm but feeling pretty high on the Padres boys. Padres. Uh, they gotta do you something, right?
2: Line, man. The- yeah, bro. They that- fucking
0: have to do something, right?
2: I know so we're not going to get to it because we're running out, but we were going to talk maybe world series predictions. And I
0: potentially had the Padres in the world series. I'll throw that out there Ooh. right now. They got to fucking do something right like they have I, so yeah. much payroll they got to fucking do something okay yeah. let me put this let me, last bowl prediction said Will. Three, <laughs> 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 the real last bowl prediction All right. does this threesome make it to a Jays game together and then record afterwards
2: I hope so I would love to see the new
0: stadium with you guys actually I would
1: love to see the new stadium 100%. Let's go to a day game and get fucking plastered.
0: I'm all a lot already of there. It's only go. 82, yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Boys, this has been a blast. As yeah. always, go Jays go. You can find most of these guys on Wow, oh, wow. I had mustard. Uh-huh. As well as, I don't give a fuck. As well yeah. as NBA's What's it called again? Nothing but miss. Nothing but miss. I always want to call it boom shakalaka because that was my suggestion, but I can't fucking yeah. remember. We shut that down. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I mean, it sounds sexy. It'd be cool. T-shirt. As you're hearing this, you probably already know that Milky and I did a, a wonderful episode about annoying couples during milk and cookies, but you didn't make the less. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, boys. That being said, Leaf edition coming up. This has been a magical edition of the Jays edition. First one of the season. We are one. No, undefeated first in the NL East. Suck it, Boston. With that said, boys, what else do you have to say?
2: Uh, I mean, you pretty much said it all there. We're going to be recording a mustard episode soon. If, Anybody listening to both of those podcasts? We are going to be reviewing Calf's terrible fucking movie. Spoiler alert: he's the worst, and then he's the fucking worst. But subscribe to him on YouTube and just you know throw him a bone. And then (laughs) I'm excited because El Hefe, you and I are reuniting very soon for a new Leaf edition. Much to talk about. We're under ten games, folks, for the NHL playoffs. So let's go. That's literally all my mind is at right now. Is ninety five percent hockey. 4% Jays
0: and 1% waiting for the
2: NFL to come back.
0: I literally do not give a shit about the last 10 games of the season. Let's just fucking go. It's a joke. By the way, XFL, the XFL... XFL pool is going wild this week. Ba and I are going head to head. We're keeping the bet low key. I fucking spanked Melky. When is my fucking bet coming through, bro? You have literally 24 hours to fucking finish it. It's not happening in 24 hours. I can tell you that. It will happen (laughs) at some point. You fucking owe me a bet. And you need yeah. to fucking produce. I will produce. Listen, everybody go out, the see the
2: movie, clerks too. The guy wears naked the trench coat, dude. <laughs> Five
0: horses. That's my play good. on Sunday. You need to have it done before Sunday. Oh, or fuck. That's how the rules be. You. That's how the rules be. Yeah. All right.
1: I am going to a party on Saturday, so I think I can are have Are
0: you going to sing "O oh, Canada," or God Save the Queen or God Bless America? What are you going to sing? Oh, that's a tough one. I will let you know in the group chat after this podcast. Okay. Um. With that being said, you know everything else. This has been Jay's Edition number one of the 2023 Future World Series Champions, Toronto Blue Jays. Thank you so much for tuning in, and checking this out. Ba milk. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, bros.
2: Yeah. Enjoy the 20 last bold predictions. Go Jays. Go. (laughs) Thank you. uh, Thank you for having me a part of this
1: uh, circle jerk. And uh, just to let you know, I'm a master at choking up. So this was a
2: blast. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. Right folks. Peace. Why are you still here? If you're listening.